everyone i'm jason moore from makingstarwars.net and uh we're gonna talk about some star wars news here uh make sure you like the channel subscribe leave a comment leave a super chat buy me stuff i don't care whatever it's all cool um the show's on spotify apple podcast stitcher i think all that stuff so um you know you get to show wherever you want just like it wherever you listen to it wherever you watch it i appreciate it and um today's kind of like almost like part two of yesterday still sick that's why i'm doing the show at a weird time and um there was more stuff about the yesterday's news uh this is not really relevant i just like this meme a lot it makes me laugh so uh right here we'll share this tab instead really quickly disney announces first ever cable tv release of the mandalorian so this is the important part if you remember remember the story last week there was a story going around saying they were going to start selling stuff to other networks, to competitors and stuff like that. There were quotes from Bob Iger saying that that doing so is like handing uh, nukes to your enemies or something like that. Uh, and, you know, my take was, well, I guess at this point, Mando season one is kind of like an old jet, not a nuke by this point. Maybe they would, you know, but it looks like they're doing exactly the same thing that they did with Andor. Where they showed a few episodes and hope that you would jump over to Disney Plus. So the Mandalorian, this is from the direct by Russ um, Milheim. The Mandalorian's first episode is getting a surprise historic screening on broadcast television later this month. The Pedro Pascal project all but saved Star Wars franchise when it launched back in 2019. That's eh, a little bit heavy handed. It depends on if you just look at a certain sub -sub subset of the internet. Uh, numbers actually say a lot different, but but I'm not going to deny fucking Baby Yoda, man. That's some money. The streaming service quickly captivated audiences and simply never let go. When season three with season three just around the corner, fans are getting anxious for more adventures with the leading hero and his adorable cargo. Just ahead of the airing episode, Disney Plus Lucasfilm revealed that it has special broadcast plans for Din in order to help garner even more for his upcoming return. And right here, we see some little Mando art. Gizmodo reported that the first Star Wars Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, is set to debut off the streaming service for one night only. So not really the biggest deal in the world, really. One night only isn't, you know, it's kind of like a, eh, you know, you know eh, not that big of a deal, if you ask me. But, but it, it will help. I mean, because there's all kinds of people that have never jumped in on disney plus didn't believe in it and maybe if you show them the first episode maybe they'll get in on it i would actually think at this point they should start hoeing out season one start putting that stuff everywhere you know make more money off of it and then let people get hooked and then come to disney plus and watch the rest all the way up through season three and then maybe you could actually grow your subscribers in a time when they don't believe that you can grow your subscribers. Like right now, that's not any of all of these um, streaming platforms. The pandemic had everybody subscribe to everything because you couldn't do anything. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't really spend the money you did. You do have on leisure. So you were putting it on streaming. Well, so everybody peaked. Everybody on naturally grew. And that does that's not good signs for growth this year where people are pretending that we're, af we're after the pandemic, that it's over when it's not. But that's how we're living our lives now. 
we can't we can't do it anymore apparently society's given up so here we are um we 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 have uh streaming services that don't expect to actually gain too many subs i i know um netflix did but they're kind of cashing that goodwill with their hijinks lately too anyways the article goes on to say the show will make its um, broadcast debut with chapter one the mandalorian on abc freeform and fx on february 24th at 8 p.m eastern so i don't know for all i don't know if that show if that channel if those channels work on um the well abc would still show it at 8 p.m so it's pretty good i guess the special event is occurring just ahead of the series third season premiere on march 1st with lucasfilm using this event to start up hype for the new batch of episodes previously andor was the only other disney plus original to get a special broadcast presentation with it having aired the first two episodes so <coughs> our our special broadcast debuts the new normal I think they should be, to be honest with you. I, I don't. I don't see how this really hurts. Like, unless it's bad. If it's good, it's. If it's good, you should do it. If it's not a good show, you shouldn't do it. Um, one has to wonder just how successful these broadcast debuts are for Disney Plus projects. How much additional viewership is being gained? And the article asks a, a, a smart question here. And the other question I have is, how do you even quantify that? Like, how do they? How do they know? How do you? How do you? How do you know? you just look at growth after it it showed that week and go well that must be attributed to that if there is any i i'm guessing that's how they would do it but i don't know um with so anyways uh next up in the pipeline is ahsoka and given all the rumors about what will go down within its runtime uh lucasfilm should be doing everything in its power to make sure people know it exists i don't know if i don't know if the ahsoka thing is going to really play into this personally but it is what it is. Uh, so that's kind of a follow-up there. Then our other follow-up is this image right here showing these little these little characters, these little critters, and uh, character bags from the Mandalorian. You know, those those little things. Mommy, buy me toys. You know, and you're like, okay. Oh, but, oh really? It costs $9? Do I have to? You said you would. Okay, here we go. But uh, right here we got Din with his uh, dark saber, little little Grogu, and then you know the rest of the the cast. But down here on the bottom, you can see, looks like Casca Reeves. It looks that that appears to be her, uh, and uh, what's his name, um, Axe Woves. So it's like it does appear that they're both in there. Remember, there's that that footage at, from BestmanBulletin.com that showed both of those characters that we thought was both of those characters. And, and the photos were better th than the video that we played yesterday. That was something I wanted to add. Um, he has better photos on the site of them, but, but it's still like, inconclusive. It's like, is it though? Is it? Well, now that we have the photos from Bestman Bulletin, now that we have the t-shirts with them on it, and now that we have this, these little super deformed people. I don't know what you call these things anymore. But now that we have those, what do you, what, uh, I, I think we have enough check boxes to assume the character of Costco Reese is probably back. And um, there's a chance she was recast. There's a chance she doesn't take her helmet off. There's a chance she doesn't speak, so it doesn't matter. There's all of that stuff is totally possible. And, you know, there are other designs, like I've shown you guys on this channel. Uh, the uh, new Praetorian. If you didn't see that, that that there's going to be like a new Praetorian guard on the way, and uh, 
right here. You could you could see it, and that would have been cool to have in this batch of things. And um, Baymax suggested, what if you know Mega Grogu, um, the Praetorian, and stuff like that, uh, Moff Gideon with the black helmet on. What if all of those are like the special blind bags? You know, there's always like a special one that's not listed that you want to get. So it could be any of those. It's totally possible. But this right here, I think, is for me, when it, when there was just the a T-shirt, I was like, well, Costco Reeves probably is back, but maybe not. And then when I see like this, I'm like, OK, so so. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, though. There are more Mandos in this show just like thrown together like like hodgepodges of various costumes than anything. And this is what they decided to, to do. And when you look at most everything on here, though, most of it's not really anything new. The fighter's not new. Din's not new. Grogu's not the new version. Um, Grief Karga's new. Pelimoto's always the same. Pit Droid's always the same. You know what I mean? And um, so what's the, you know, the armor is always the same. Like most of the stuff is stuff from the last season in essence when you really get down to it. So did they just decide to go like a sort of a generic route with the, with the merch? That's possible. But I'm going to bet now, now I'm going to assume Costco Reeves is going to show up uh, early on in the show. Probably should and uh, it looks like she was fighting them. Um, Bo-Katan, sorry, Bo-Katan was fighting um, Axe Woves in that Bespin Bulletin stuff. They were either fighting or training, however you want to look at it. And uh, so so maybe there's a little bit of, of a skirmish before she takes that throne, that seat on Mandalore and waits for Din. Maybe there's some like, maybe some, some, some shit goes down is what I'm suggesting before Din even shows up. Maybe she has to put some fools in their place. It's totally possible. Or I'm going to suggest what if uh, the two characters on both sides of her are just the generic costumes that everybody who's not her wears. What if most of the dudes in her in her crew look like that and most of the ladies in her crew look like that who aren't night owls? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Probably not. It's probably them, though. But that's that's my take. Probably most likely that is the case. But I don't know. You guys can let me know what you guys think and, you know, how, how you read it. So, but right now, you know, it, it's fun. It, it's cool for like what it is. Um, in other news, uh, I got the new Star Wars Insider today. And I suggest everybody, you know, has a, have a, get a subscription to it. it it's worth it. It's worth just, just having it there, looking at it, looking at the pictures, reading it, reading the articles and stuff when you can. But there was this little bit here. And, uh, it's on the Acolyte, and it says, shooting at studios in the UK, Headland is directing the first episode, with the series being executive produced by Kathleen Kennedy, Simon Emanuel, Jeff, uh, Jeff F. King, and Jason uh, McAuliffe. Producers are Rain Roberts and Damian Anderson. <laughs> then it talks about Andor filming. So, and then it talks about John Watts and Christopher Ford, Star Wars Skeleton Crew. So, just kind of gives like a rundown. Now, what I found interesting about this, though, is we weren't clear if she was directing the whole season, most of the season, or what. But the writing in Star Wars Insider specifically says one episode, the first episode. 
it could just be what they were willing to confirm to them. I, I know I'm always like, I'm always a contrarian. Like, like I try to get, you know, I try to weigh things out. Like I, I admit that I'm like, I'm, I'm a buzzkill. I, I always, I always have to have like a lot of confirmation before I go here. It is then, but they are only, they are only confirming that she directed the first episode and they're saying she only directs the first episode. So right now, based off of that writing, I'm going to bet my money on there being other directors um, for the show, and I'm curious now who they are. You know, it's pretty pretty interesting stuff, if you ask me. And then, uh, what else we got? Oh yeah, and then just just for for fun, you guys ever seen a hairless George Lucas? Right there, we got a hairless George Lucas. This is when they were making Star Tours, and uh, Lucas was hanging out with Eisner and all of those Disney cats. And he thought he should shave his beard to fit in more with those douchebags. George, why'd you why'd you do it, man? You look like a weirdo. But luckily, he he just grew it right back. You know, grew it right back. So, <laughs> hello there, Jason Bourne Ward. Yeah, every single time I hear Jason Bourne, I have to look like somebody's saying my name. But uh, Junior Jangles is going to party. Uh, good luck. Uh, wear protection, buddy. It's all if that's really what you're doing. Good luck out there. But uh, and then Dale, thank you for being a channel member as always. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate everybody who could be a channel member, um, and uh, supports the uh, channel. Hello, KG. How are you? Yeah, they are. They are. They are pretty cute little little things, aren't they? Those 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 little figures. Here, let me see. Put them back up for a sec. Like, yeah, they they are. They are cute. I actually, it's pretty funny. Um. Just realized my my kids will go to GameStop and then want them. And I, I got this one. I got this one just hanging out about. It's all dusty. It was, it was in the kids' toy box. But my kid just came and put this over here like this week. So I guess it was because we live in the Matrix. We live in the Matrix. So that's why that kind of stuff happens. That's, that's, my, that's my take. But basically, today's episode was kind of just uh, an addition to last week's or yesterday's uh episode where we kind of hit on some of this stuff and then um our buddy as true bought a magazine and um sent over some notes and i want to um i want to hang out with as true to talk about jedi survivor and the gameplay that came out today like nine minutes of gameplay came out i honestly watched it and it was kind of boring to me i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna you know pump it up i I was just like, yeah, I like that it looked like more open world as opposed to like on rails, which was nice. And um, so it looks looks fun, but it was kind of boring watching somebody else play a game. I don't like watching people play games. I'd rather play the game myself. And then, um, so anyways, uh, but he sent over a couple of notes and hopefully we could have as true on this week when I could do the show in his time zone. And he says um, he bought a magazine and um, he gave some bullet points and he says, um, Seer is looking like a Jedi master who is reconnecting with her force um, roots. Seems to be a difference in opinion between Cal and Seer and how they will maintain the way of the Jedi. So that's, that's, that's pretty fascinating stuff. And we did see that Seer's like, it's like a bald head now. She's like Jedi library books behind her and stuff. So she's, she's full back in, it looks like. And he, whereas he's like kind of, he's got a gun now and stuff. So, I think he's sort of living in reality and she's wanting to bring back the ideal probably. Um, Bo Dacuna. 
won't just be standing around in the Mantis, that's their ship, in chat with Cal, but team up in combat and aid during traversal of new planets. So he's not so he's gonna be like your other character who you play in the game. Um he he has a quote. Uh we actually considered ray tracing for the next gen version of Fallen Order as we were building it into Survivor. It was scrapped because the environment art between the two generations of consoles are too different. It did help define how we wanted to approach ray tracing using their modified version of Unreal Engine 4. So that's the reason that you can't play it on a last-gen system. That's, how, that's why it's only current-gen only. At this point, we're over two years into the current-gen, so I think it's fair, honestly. I know it sucks because times are tough, but it's the way it is. There's another quote he has here. Uh, and once again, thank you to Azatru for sending this our way. We learned quickly we could take advantage and make better load times, create larger maps with more detail, greater um, dentistry, broader enemy, and NPC variety and fidelity. All of this aligns with how we wanted to push the game, but still embody Fallen Order. So what you would expect or what you would hope for. So that's cool. And then, it's, and then it goes on to say fast travel confirmed which is nice, plus ride animals to get around with much bigger maps, uh, less corridors, more open spaces, which is what we saw in the gameplay today. So once again, I want to have Azatru on because Azatru um, is very, very good at explaining what this stuff means and gaming, especially to me, because I'm I'm like a gamer, but I'm not like a gamer gamer. You know, I wouldn't run a gaming channel or anything like that. So he's pretty good at, at that analysis. And he has one of my favorite channels on the YouTube. So... But uh, Seth Nico says, I hope we get to see yellow clan Ren armor in live action. Ooh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I've seen a lot, though. I've seen a lot of weird costumes, a lot of, like I said, like mismatched costumes and stuff. Um, Judah says, yo, dude, I've had the same dry cough you've had for the last week. Those 12-hour Mucinex DM cough pills actually work. You should try them. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a whirl, man. Um, today... My nose is like burning. My eyeballs like hurt. And so I don't know what, what this is. It's not COVID. I tested again. Not COVID. So it's just something else. But the last two months, I've had like everything. Having kids sucks on that front. You know, on that front, they get you sick. <coughs> um, is Hayden coming back with the Ahsoka series? Yeah, Hayden came back for the Ahsoka series. Totally did. He's 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 done. He did it. Uh use some Vix Vic. Yeah, Vix is good. Vix Vix definitely helps. I um took some uh sinus stuff today and it worked, but it put puts me to sleep. And um to do Sanisha this morning, I drank like three cups of coffee while I was tired, and all it did was uh make me wired and tired. And uh, I slept and had the weirdest dreams, you know? It was just super weird. Hey, Dale, forgot to like the thank you, Dale, for liking the video. I appreciate it. Unlike Max, and Max has a new uh, video out. So go to Max Zandow's channel, check, check out her new video. It's pretty good stuff. It's pretty good. I like it. And then um, Seth says they had Hayden posing with Chopper at an award show, which was probably then teasing it. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I doubt Chopper and Anakin will have any scenes together, but they're in the same show. 
He just says, yeah, because people won't keep the kids home when they're sick. Yeah, that, that's true. I know. I get like these letters from the kids' school saying, uh, like, we had somebody in the class who had COVID, so we're all going to wear masks. I'm like, okay. And I, I, I pick up my kids. You guys wear masks? No, not at all. Why? Why do you ask? So that's how it goes. But yeah, um, I have a story on makingstarwars.net. And um, if you want a little bit of the spoiler stuff about one of the things that Hayden's doing in the flashbacks or in the visions, I don't know, they're not flashbacks. I don't know what you call that, you know, um, the world between worlds content or whatever. Uh, so, yeah. And then there's like this, like, um, there's this other, other thing. I don't know if it's true or like how real it is, but um um that they're starting to take slave leia off of like posters found at target for return of the jedi it looks like it's real it does look real you could you could see it she's not there and like like a while ago i had the story on that that they were going to stop using slave leia like years ago now on stuff and i remember it was a pretty big like kick up on that and uh yeah, it's sort of weird how for as progressive as society seems in some ways, it's regressive at the same time. I'm not sure how you how you make sense of that. On one hand, I I, I get it. On the other hand, it's like, is it it's why is it off? Right? Like like that's kind of what 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 matters, you know what I mean? Like, like why was it taken off? Um and then it, I'm going to say, too, if you're going to do that, though, if you're going to, like, go that far, you know, put, you know, do a better job with the, with the Alea, because the, the Alea that's on there looks a little bit weird. But, you know, at the same time, I'm okay with them not selling, you know, bikini babes <laughs> for Star Wars. You don't need to. Star Wars doesn't need to be sold that way. Um, at the same time, kind of appreciate it, you know kind of a fan of that uh bikini babes uh specifically but well you know leia and I, I think though another part of it is that they let that get out of out of hand that was never quote slave leia when they designed the costume that was dancer leia that was a dancer's outfit that's what it was called and then in the 90s fucking alt, alt dudes started going like yeah man fucking slave like a bsdm bro gonna spank your butt bro and then all of a sudden we see it being adopted culturally as that slave leia and then now we have a uh, um disney's like oh they said slave uh-oh we're gonna get canceled on twitter uh-oh and um so slave one it's not called slave one anymore and slave leia is gone you know in that way and um so you know Stop with the bullshit. Hot Slayer. That's so fucking dorky, if you ask me. Like, oh, yeah, she kills huts all day. It's what she fucking puts that outfit on. She fucking kills. It's like, so that's also stupid. But whatever. Don't give a fuck. They didn't really make very much stuff of it originally. We never got that action figure. Not that important. It is what it is. But uh, Joel says, hi, Jason. Can't wait for Mando uh, tonight and then watching your post game show. I think this is the most laid back and relaxed star. Yeah, tonight is Bad Batch. 
me and Max were going to review it in the morning, but we heard such good things about the two-parter, we decided we're going to stay up. So I'm going to take off here. This is a short one right now, but I'm going to come back tonight um, after the, the two-parter episode, and me and Max are going to dig in on, on the on the episode and share our thoughts. Um, I was going to start doing them in the morning, so my sleep schedule wasn't so messed up, but taking that... Taking that medicine today knocked me out. So my sleep schedule is already messed up anyway. So who cares now, I guess. But um, and then tomorrow I plan to come back at the normal time if I'm not too wrecked. I'm hoping I'm good. And Seth says there was a there was an underskilled Black Series Slave Leia that was released under Disney. Yeah. They they like um they started really kind of policing it. People I know in licensing and in, in relation to licensing were told don't, don't do it. And the original idea behind it initially was that they were trying to sell the idea of general Leia that Carrie Fisher's princess Leia had grown to be a general in the resistance. And that if that's who she was, they didn't want to undermine it by being like, making her a, a sex object and and i i could see why you wouldn't want those two things those two ideas being pushed at the same time even though i'm all about being able why can't she be both but but at the same time it doesn't really matter um i re remember the first time i ever read a mad magazine it was the return of the jedi star wars edition and i opened it up and i was looking at it and then i saw princess leia in the bikini and I took it over to my mom and I said, what does this say? Because I couldn't read yet. And she goes, I always dress inappropriately in these kids' movies or something like that. And so it's kind of funny because it's like, you know, to, to think that that was sort of being mocked back then. But now today it's like a problem, you know? So, um, yeah, but, you know, it, it is what it is. So um, Ty says, I have liked all your videos that you made. I have watched. God bless. Thank you, Ty. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate appreciate that a lot. Um, liking the videos and stuff like that helps. I, I they say, get it pushed more and stuff like that. But so it is appreciated. And um, and then Joel's second favorite podcast is the Resistance podcast. Nice. So yeah, yeah. The 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 whole like Star Wars space for me is pretty much. I watch, I watch as a true for my gaming stuff, uh, Star Wars Santa for my like conversation stuff. And I watch Star Wars Meg every morning when I get up. See, and I like Star Wars Meg's coverage because she kind of does like a like a 10 minute roundup of, of what the news is. And um, sometimes she she has an opinion. Sometimes it's just the facts, but it allows me to like kind of like go, OK, and then I feel like I'm in dialogue with stuff. So Star Wars Meg actually really helps me out every day. Um, like I said, being in, in dialogue with, uh, with the conversation, so to speak, helps me think about where I stand on these things. So when we do our show, I kind of, you know, I have somewhat of an opinion, um, that makes it worth at least doing an episode as opposed to just being like, everything's good or I hate everything, you know, that gets re really tiresome. I, I, uh, try to always keep it, you know, honest, so, you know, if, if, if something's not working for me, uh, 
don't say it is. And I try to be critical even of the stuff that I do love because, you know, constructive criticism is good, I think. But anyways, uh, thanks everybody for hanging out with me uh, at for this half hour here. I'll be back tonight really, really late, uh, probably closer to 1 a.m., I'd say. And uh, I'll be covering the, the new episode. And if you stay up with if you stay up and watch it and you're going to stay up even later, uh, come join us. And if you're not, um, watch the episode, then come watch the show and leave us some comments about what you think about it. And we'll answer them and, uh, you know, we'll talk about it and stuff like that. So, and then uh, Seth says, uh, just dropped in Fortnite. Yeah, the Witcher guy got him. Me and me and Bespin got him earlier today. We did it. We did it. I got that sword. I, I like his sword. It's pretty cool. But um, anyways, uh, and Dell says he's going to see he's, Dell says, I'll see you when I see you. All right, Dell and everybody. And then uh, Ty is going to be busy at that time sleeping. I, I like to think that the cowboy hat goes just like this. And you're like, right, now I'm sleeping. But anyways, we'll see everybody later. Be cool. Stay in school. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight. And uh, I'll see you guys late tonight or tomorrow, whichever. Catch you when I catch you. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! You know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.